0: Welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment news and reviews. I'm your host Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Matt Matt, watch people do? What did I do? <laughs> say it faster than usual. You're
1: going just a little bit faster than <laughs> at least at least faster than I'm prepared to handle at this point. So I was just uh, I was, I mean, you know how this works. You start the intro, and I just kind of shut my brain off and go on autopilot once the little internal clock in my head rings.
0: Don't worry. As I drink my whiskey sour, I will slow down. <laughs>
1: like subscribe and tell a friend (laughs) check us out on tiktok at just us losers pod where lovely editor gage makes us sound a lot better than we deserve by smashing together a couple of the best minutes good luck with the ones from last week gage i think there was a not a lot of good quality not very many good things so it's a good time
0: yeah matt what you been up to a couple of things
1: uh let's see well i've been um reading some comics a little bit uh I, since I'm moving in less than two months, I realize I have to read everything that you've lent me over the past year. What have I lent you? A little bit of Green Arrow and a couple Green. of Tolkien books. <laughs> Let's forget you of the Tolkien books. That was longer than a year ago. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I read uh, the first volume of the actual Green Arrow run, uh, yeah. Hunter's Moon, mm-hmm. where Green Arrow sure does some superhero stuff. Yes, I he guess. does. Golly boy sure is something
0: that's uh you haven't met shadow yet have you no okay
1: no yeah so there's uh there's one where he um drowns a serial killer in beer which is kind of fun um, oh yeah <laughs> it's a nice little moment yeah <laughs> uh comics are comics are weird but it's also like comics are weird but also gritty yeah so it's it's kind of a, it's, it's fun yeah no and then this uh have
0: you gotten to the gay bashing yet yes that's a good one
1: that's that was one a favorite. that was a real solid one yeah there's a lot of interesting stuff in there mm-hmm. uh, a lot of human stuff some yeah good three-dimensional things yeah no he he's an interesting character he uh just i don't know he, he reads kind of different from a lot of the characters i'm used to which is kind of fun mm-hmm. i'm used to daredevil who comes at things with a um, I don't know. A little more self-seriousness, but somehow less gravitas? Hm. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm struggling to peel away exactly what the differences are. Right. But he, I, I do find that he's a very engaging character, at least the way that Mike Growl has written him. Right. There's some, th- some things that are kind of just like, oh, okay, and then now this is, this is fine now, or mm-hmm. this is over now. But, uh, for the most part, yeah, it's just nice little self-contained stories that are um, pretty exciting in their own right
0: yeah and you'll find as as you keep reading it and i think you probably even may have already noticed it too that like at the end of each kind of arc it doesn't do the thing that most comics do where it just returns to the status quo right like there's always some change that he goes through that mm-hmm. then perpetuates through the rest of the run exactly um that's something i always really liked about that run yeah. is it actually it actually there's growth, constant growth and real growth, not just like, yeah. ah, Batman learned to trust his friends for the 747th time. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to trust his friends in two more months? Nope.
1: Definitely but he will learn learned.
0: to do it again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's satisfying. And I think, uh, I mean, I don't know how much it helps that I'm just not as big of a, a big old comics nerd as you hey um that was that's an
0: understatement
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep Um, show some respect (laughs) um but this is a character i was going in with very little context for um and i think there just is less cultural context around him i mean sure he had a Mm. well something resembling him had a tv show on the cw (laughs) for a while
0: (laughs) his name was on a batman show for a while
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but it's something where i'm not coming in with a lot of preformed expectations about the character Mm -hmm. uh and it's kind of nice to get a well-written well-fleshed out character that i don't feel like i have any kind of history i have to bounce off of right you know like with with daredevil i know his story and he's he's out and about he's a pretty well-defined character and i really like daredevil and i really like daredevil comics Mm -hmm. um but a lot of it does feel like it's kind of playing around the same stomping grounds because of how Sort of set in stone the character is Mm -hmm. Of course that being said every now and then They try to break out of that and you get the Mark Wade run which is kind of dumb But
0: Yeah if there's anything I know about Mark Wade He he definitely Tries to break the mold of the character Mm -hmm. And not necessarily To the benefit of the character Mm -hmm. Uh, He did the flash He did the main flash run where Wally West Took over Yeah, and He had some good I think he had the benefit of wally west as the flashed didn't have
1: right. existing
0: stuff so he had some interesting ideas to go with right but then kind of later on started to just kind of like rehash the same thing and like yeah. he would like try to make things more interesting like i think it was wally west that ran faster than instant teleportation okay <laughs> Uh, I mean this whole thing was that like Wally West could run faster than Barry Allen But like it took him a while to get through it Because he was like I can't run faster than the fastest Man alive and it's like But if you believe I guess (laughs) That's how that
1: works (laughs) Definitely that's the thing (laughs) Uh, Yeah No the the Mark Wade run of um, Daredevil I I only ever read the first volume Because it was free on Kindle Ebook store or something at Mm. some point Yeah they just kind of turned him into a big old goofball
0: Probably what the Mar- what MCU is gonna do with them. It's kinda what they did with him through uh She Hulk. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to Born Again. It's really sad to say that. Man. Have you seen the bits with him in it? And She
1: Hulk? No.
0: Yeah, no. <sighs> it's not, not great. I think they're gonna ruin him. It's okay. it's okay. We have those three seasons. We have those three
1: these seasons. Those three seasons are not going anywhere. They mm. may be contained. So yeah. you're, you're through the first, I'm through, yeah, the first volume of the, um, actual story, not the, uh, longbow hunters, which I had read already quite a while ago. And then I just set it down and never read it. Yeah. yeah. I've been extremely tired in the evenings. And so my actual book that I'm reading before bed is uh, philosophy. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> man, you really had to truck through that, huh? Yeah. What philosophy? uh the last days of socrates plato
0: oh interesting okay.
1: yeah i have actually read it before
0: you're like to the but... origins of philosophy <laughs> yeah a little bit
1: no i i read it in high school uh just kind of for fun um but it came up in a conversation with my dad a few weeks ago and i was like eh, i should probably reread that mm-hmm. so yes read that anyway uh yeah i've been really tired in the evenings for some reason and so uh I can't read more than a page or two of Plato before my eyelids get pretty droopy. Yeah, but Green Arrow or other comic books to be named in a moment, uh, I can truck through pretty good. Yeah, it's the pictures. Pictures keep me awake and entertained. They make pretty colors. Pretty colors. Um, and then I also read the first volume of Umbrella Academy.
0: Oh yeah, which I I saw you had that, which is why I. Yeah. Okay, this is the first time you've read it,
1: isn't it? Yes. Have you read it? I have not. Why okay. do I feel like you'd read it before? I don't know. Hmm. I've but, had it for like a year and a half. That may be why I thought. Yeah. I've just never, I just never worked up the energy to read it. But, so it's the
0: first volume, so it's not the f- full like first season, is it, of the show?
1: Uh, kind of. the first yeah. full arc? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So um, thoughts?
1: Uh, it's just reinforcing my opinion that the show is quite bad. Mm. The comic itself is pretty good. Hmm. Um, nothing to write home about. It's extremely weird. Okay. And it feels like the show was just like, let's make it so that it would sort of feel like it's extremely weird. If you were 11, Mm. like sort of wacky stuff, but it's, it's really toned down. The, the opening panel of the comic is a wrestler laying a pile driver on an alien squid. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. (laughs) If that gives you kind of any any kind of indication of of how weird it is, it's just extremely wacky. But I think much more convincingly than the show. Okay. And I think part of the problem might be the budget. Hmm. The effects in the show were not great, and it didn't feel like they trusted themselves to get away with anything particularly interesting. Yeah. Um. And the the comic. I mean, you can just. limitation of the artist and the writer's imagination which fun fact i didn't realize until i read the introduction uh did you know that the writer gerard way is in the band my chemical romance yes okay
0: you're just finding this out yeah oh man dude i've no i've okay. known that because i love my chemical romance okay i i, I, I grew I'm up not, with my chemical romance okay
1: i'm not entirely <laughs> clear who they are i i've heard the name but i i couldn't you definitely by...
0: heard at least a couple of their songs probably um i'll play teenagers for you on the way back you you've heard that song you just don't know that that's who that is
1: probably um
0: yeah, yeah no i uh he okay. he, he uh like, Humble Girl Romance broke up a while ago, and he st- he started writing and stuff, and yeah, um, yeah that happened, uh, Umbrella, when they first announced Umbrella Academy for Netflix, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, they're like, oh, it's Umbrella Academy, written by Gerard Way, and I'm like, no pun intended way, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's when I found out that he had been writing and stuff, and he's yeah. he's a very quirky guy,
1: uh, uh, that shows, yeah, <laughs> that shows yeah
0: i thought you had known that which is why i thought you were messing with me and you're like did you know i'm like yeah it it seems like (laughs) no it
1: it seems like the sort of thing that either you definitely could have known if you know anything Mm. about my chemical romance or you i i again i I have very little frame of reference on who these people there's not really a gray area on that specific (laughs) bit of knowledge (laughs) you're just like oh okay i didn't know anything about that but yeah that's that's cool or yeah matt you're dumb get it together
0: what was the um there's one of those uh, like kind of butterfly effects of or chain uh, cause and effect chains of like 9/11 led to uh, Ellen DeGeneres being canceled. Okay. And in the middle of that has to do with Gerard Way because uh, oh actually it's right at the beginning because Gerard Way was a witness 9/11. Oh. And then he that oh. is what uh, inspired him to uh start my chemical or like one of the muses of my chemical romance mm-hmm. my chemical romance what like uh their vibe is what led to twilight was it was an inspiration Ooh. for twilight okay. 50 shades okay. of gray is a fanfic of twilight okay when they made the movie for uh, 50 shades of gray whatever the actress's name is i don't remember it was on ellen and there's a the big kind of first like oh ellen's a piece of shit Mm. uh was with her on ellen's show okay Uh, and so like that just kind of cause and effect of 9-11 to (laughs) through gerard way in my chemical romance (laughs) and twilight and (laughs) love that bit okay
1: that's fun it's like
0: that one that's my favorite that is my second favorite my favorite of the cause and effect thing is that um uh rocket boosters are the size of two horses butts i want to let you
1: yeah, I, anyone I who doesn't know that, that i'm gonna let you
0: google that one that one's that fun.
1: that's awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one
0: yeah so umbrella academy I, i'm i'm glad you enjoyed the book more
1: yeah the book i'd say is like somewhere probably between a six and a seven for me um first season of the show is probably like a low four okay yeah no uh I, and you gave that one to me what
0: did you give that one to me
1: no you didn't ask for it okay
0: couldn't remember that's fine. I d- I didn't really like plan on reading. Like it's like low on my list, like mm-hmm. low enough that I'm like, eh. yeah. By the time I get to it, I'll probably find it on sale or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um it, it's necessarily I think a little less fluffed out than it was over the course of an 8-hour TV show. Mm. Um so there's a lot of character arcs and character moments that just kind of feel like, "Oh, okay, this person's this now or person's off doing their other thing now gotcha um some of the character the the very big broad strokes of the story are sort of the same that's what i've heard it but uh, the details are almost entirely completely different Mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of a fresh read yeah fresh read yeah very much so um, yeah, so a, a lot of the character decisions ca- did kind of feel rushed, and I think that's probably a problem with having seven new characters that have no pre-existing identity, mm-hmm. and then having like five issues or six issues or however long the volume is to try to tell a complete story arc with them. Right. You, you're necessarily gonna um, leave some gaps unfilled. Mm-hmm. But no, it was it was solid. It's a pretty enjoyable read All overall. Right. Kind of fun. Nice. Yep. Anything else? Uh, I mean, not a whole lot to say on it yet, because I'm not finished, but Better Call Season... Better Call Saul Season 6 is on Netflix. There we go.
0: That's... Yeah, that's kind of hard to say. A bit,
1: bit of a tongue twister there. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At long last, it has been released to the viewing public.
0: You had watched a good chunk of that when it was, like, on AMC or something, right?
1: No, I got a free trial of AMC Plus to try to watch Season 6 while it was coming out, they only had the second half of the season. Ah, that's right. Which was incredibly frustrating. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I had, I had seen none of this. I had avoided as much content mm-hmm. and trailers and, uh, recaps and everything because I didn't want any spoilers for it, which right. it's kind of fun to have a prequel that you're this yeah. spoiler conscious for. That's, I think that's a, a good thing in itself. Yeah. Um, so I've, I'm only, I've only gone through the first four episodes. Um, I think there's 12 or 14 altogether. Mm. It's one of those shows that uh, I think I've had the same reaction every season. Mm-hmm. The first episode, I'm like 95% in. I'm like, this is good. I feel like maybe they're starting to slip a little bit this season. And then they get a the second episode. I'm like, nah, 100%. It's just <laughs> one continuous smooth line all the way through, baby. All right. It's just, it. it yeah, it's such a satisfying show. Um, I'll talk about this in more detail next week. But it does such a good job of understanding what the audience knows and what the audience is thinking about at any given moment mm. that there's a lot of scenes and moments and visuals that are just like little little dialogue between the creators and the audience mm. there's a there's a great moment where um there's classic classic setup A uh, character has his hands tied and at one point it's kind of revealed that he's holding an object of some sort you don't really see what it is And uh, then sort of the status quo of the situation changes. They move to a different location and different people are around. And a typical TV show movie would do like a cut on or a close up on the character's hands to remind you. Oh, yeah, this guy's hands. There's something going on with that. And Better Call Saul doesn't. But it does have kind of a wider shot where his hands are centered in the frame Hmm. and it like it flicks that switch back it's been just enough time that it's not something you're thinking about but then you see his hands sort of the same perspective right in the middle of the screen and it flicks it but it's much more subtle and it's incredibly rewarding to feel like you're being treated like an adult and feel like it's it it, it, it's talking with you it's not talking down to you it's incredibly satisfying that's cool the the characters are all going in great directions uh one of my favorite characters had just a Absolute Emmy winner of a speech, in one of the episodes. Nice. Um, yeah, really enjoying it. I'll, I'll rant in a little more detail when I'm done and have can officially wrap up because that's that's it. That's the end of the show. Yeah. Um.
0: Think Walter White's gonna show up, like walk into his office in the last like, last shot. I or something? don't know.
1: I don't think so. Okay. But they're getting closer to that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. it's
0: There's been like, Gus has like shown up right. At show at some point, there's been like cameos of oh, characters.
1: Gus is a major player. Oh, okay. It's actually a lot more about his backstory too, or not backstory, but getting to
0: is that is it in the this show that it's like there's the two guys eating chicken and he's like, can I speak to the owner? Like the guy's just like, this is like so good. Can I talk to the owner? And like and he's like, I, yeah, come of my office. Okay, I've seen that clip on yeah. TikTok like nine times, and yep. I'm like, why is specifically. That clip keep coming up. <laughs> yep. um Is the no? That's that's definitely got to be Breaking Bad. um The Bell guy, Bell in the wheelchair. Yeah, he's in it. He's in this one. He's in a lot. Is that when they do the little chart of letters and he has to like go through it, like vowels on one side, and he has to ding to get to spell out words.
1: I don't know if the, the chart has not been introduced. There is a moment where he does have to spell out a word by dinging in okay. this one. Um, you also get the backstory on why he has to ding the little bell and is in the wheelchair. Oh, okay. Um, that's a fairly major plot point earlier on in the show. Gotcha. Um,
0: cool. Okay, man, yeah. I really gotta I gotta rewatch Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, rewatch Breaking watch Bad this. and then watch Breaking Salt. Breaking, breaking Saul. Saul.
0: <laughs> Better Call Kinda. Bad and Breaking Saul.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh yeah. No, it, it's really good. It's. It covers a lot of the same thematic ground, but a lot of different ground too, and a lot of different perspectives on some of the same world elements that we've seen before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, it's just, it's an incredible show. It, 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 I have, I will not draw any definitive conclusions until I'm done, but it might be better than Breaking Bad. Wow. Yeah. Oops. I also haven't seen Breaking Bad in eight or nine years, so should rewatch that probably, but. All right really 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 good
0: does uh, hannah watch with you
1: no okay she hasn't seen breaking bad gotcha
0: i wonder if i can get Kayla to watch breaking bad we still need to finish we're still halfway through the last season of americans (laughs) we have not finished that show and every time we're like we should watch this show she's like we need to finish americans i'm like cool then we should finish americans (laughs) we just never get to it uh wedding planning and moving at the same time is not a fun not a fun time yeah i can imagine Forty something days. Woo woo woo. Anyway, what else? Anything else? Uh,
1: I think that's it. Hey.
0: Yeah. Uh, what have I been doing?
1: What you been up to?
0: Oh, I played uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Ah. Which uh, I believe I talked about what I've heard about the game, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, I'm gonna wait to get the game before, like, for when PS5 when I get a PS5. Uh, but then it was on sale for absurd amount, and so I got it, and I nice. played it. It is a much smaller game, and so it feels a little rude that the listing price is full price, like a full game mm, price.
1: Yes, um, that's impolite.
0: The plot is a lot shorter. The big problem I had with the first game, or with Spider-Man, is there was the five... Uh, criminal thing uh oh, criminal yeah. things uh for four criminal groups for the eight districts and it was just like yep. way too much uh with this one it's basically like for each type of encounter mm-hmm. you really only have to do it once okay um that's worth which makes it think. a lot better yep. uh miles morales is an amazing character mm-hmm. um i can't wait to like read like i i uh, that's part one of the reasons i really like the um end of the spider-verse mm-hmm. um i can't wait to read his bits when i get forever from now to reading <laughs> spider-man stuff there's a lot of like i mean it's it's one of those uh games too that like you know there's a there's a a character that's introduced. And then there's a bad guy that's introduced. And remember how I talked about that comics do that all the time? We're like, oh, mm-hmm. bad bad guy's introduced. And then also this random friend of the character that you're suddenly getting backstory. Wonder who the bad guy is. Oh, the
1: hush effect?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they do not fall for that. Oh. Uh I mean it's not a spoiler because it happens so quickly. It's like here's this character, here's this bad guy, immediately reveals it. Like not even they're not yeah. like they're not going to be like, "All right, the whole game, who is it? Who is it?" Cuz literally it was like, "Oh, the bad guy." Female voice. "Bet it's her." Mask up. Got it.
1: <laughs> Thank
0: you game for not drawing that shit out. Oh, uh, it's
1: satisfying to be treated like an adult.
0: Yep. Um it's really interesting because it shines kind of a light on the scale of Spider-Man's scope, basically, mm-hmm. uh, because the thing about what this game specific—I don't know much about—because he's, I don't think he's from Harlem in the movie and in, um, in the Spider Verse, but in this game, he's from Harlem mm-hmm. and he like is localized on Harlem. He's not the entirety of like New York City, mm-hmm. but Spider-Man's like the entirety of New York City, right? And so, a big thing that kind of plays out with this whole game is like the people of Harlem feel like they have more of a connection with this Spider-Man. They call him our Spider-Man.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, cause you know, there's two Spider-Mans. Right. Um, the reason for Peter Parker being out of town makes complete sense. So, and like, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, um, he's on the phone with him and he's like, do I need to come back? And miles is like, no, I got it. Like, and his, <laughs> it, it kind of like that. Yeah. That is handled well. Cause it's, it's one of those things that like, um, when uh, Wilson Fisk is being a little dick in uh, the Netflix Daredevil shows mm-hmm. and they keep referencing the incident. Where's Iron Man in all this? Where are all the big superheroes like when this take city takeover is happening? That kind of <laughs> stuff. Like there's that little bit like nag in the back of your head of yeah. like uh, anytime there's like some Fair. big incident with Wonder Woman, where's Superman? Superman can help. I mean, sure, it's Wonder Woman's thing, but like that's just kind of that thing of yeah, with all of the characters, up. right? Although Avengers Tower is uh, a landmark in the Spider-Man games, so mm. the Avengers are in this world. <laughs> yep. Um, so where are they when the entire, I think it's the Brooklyn Bridge gets exploded and comes down
1: <laughs> ah, it's low level it uh, doesn't affect more than <laughs> they're a, a literally few in space people. fighting
0: Thanos <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game I enjoyed it um, I felt it's gonna sound weird it was too short but it was not too short okay it was too short because like it it was over real quick I played the game finished the entire game in two days which mm-hmm. is not common for yeah a game a full size game but it didn't draw out the plot longer than it needed to be okay it, it was a much because like i said it was localized in kind of harlem and right. so like kind of the plot and all the everything involved is much smaller scale mm-hmm. and you can really only do that naturally with a pretty short story right so i i enjoyed it it was good cool. uh i'm excited for spider-man 2 mm-hmm. which is gonna it's like uh how uh similar issue with those games as the Assassin's Creed games, Where there's Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed 3 is not the third game, it's the fifth game cuz yep. cuz <laughs> there's Brotherhood and Revelation. Yep. Now there's Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Man 2.
1: Yep. And then Spider-Man Brotherhood and then Spider-Man Revelation. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh so did that. I think I f- I was talking about BioShock Infinite. I was in the middle of playing Infinite, right? Probably. The last time those I finished words make Infinite sense to me. Uh, and I'm weirdly sure that I have played that game all the way through, which I didn't think I had. Because mm. like I got all the way to the end of the game. Like this seems familiar.
1: Probably saw it on a TikTok.
0: Normally, yes, but I'm like, it's it's like <laughs> this seems familiar, like from when I did try to play it from forever ago, mm. and it was literally the last part of the game. I'm, mm. Like maybe I have played all this, but I was too dumb to really like absorb the story. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Sounds like a huge thing to do I do do it so much I still play games that I'm like yeah I played this when I was Like 13 Mm -hmm. And I don't remember a bit of it Like normally I remember Like If I go back to something that I played or watched When I was 17 Mm -hmm. I'm like yeah I remember this Like I absorbed the plot Mm -hmm. But I don't know Just was an idiot until I was like Actually 18 probably is when I started actually like Taking in the story Mm -hmm. And it didn't just become like Completion right which i will also say i continue to rapidly stop being a completionist
1: somehow unsatisfying to be a completionist
0: N- now it is yeah and i'm gonna mm-hmm. get more into that i'm still working on i still got a bunch of little like tidbits of that open world game mm-hmm. episode that i'm gonna do it, sh- it isn't satisfying anymore it's monotonous yeah yeah so uh finish that one and then i've been playing and i'm very close to the end of it i'm because it it's pretty clear on where you are in the game.
1: Mm.
0: Last of Us Part 2, uh ah. which is which makes a lot of sense why they're going to split the next season of Last of Us into two seasons because okay. it is two entire different stories. Ah. You get one entire story. Uh-huh. And then a big like conflict happens at the end.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Flashes back to the other person's perspective and does the entire story again. Oh, that's really cool. And it is Amazing to just like show you like it gives you a bunch of backstory about like so a big catalyst of this story mm-hmm. rightfully so is what happens at the end of Last of Us mm-hmm. and then like it you get your you know you follow a character for a long time and you're like I you follow Ellie for mm-hmm. the first half and you're like wow I really get this and then you get a thing and then you follow the, uh, another person for the Second half of it and you're like oh No it all makes sense Like no one's bad Everyone's bad but no one's bad And it's just the human name And it's like It's such a good story it literally In the first 15 minutes of the game Something happened and I was like I said out loud This game is gonna break my heart (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So far it has Not broken my heart But so solidified that my heart will be broken at the end of the game. Okay. And so you know how... I think I said it here, and other people have said it too, the first season is really dark. Mm-hmm. That's the happy season.
1: Oh no. It gets... Oh no. So much worse. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Got that to look forward to. And like, I don't remember... I've played the first game before and like having watched the first season so recently and like being so connected to just like Bella Ramsey and uh, Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. like they're the way they carry those characters and their relationship just being like I love it so much mm-hmm. and like how the writers and things just like it's so good. Yep, I am terrified <laughs> for the next two seasons. I'm terrified for the first several episodes of the next season. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm playing it. It's uh, it's so good. It's also it's it's less open world. It's still semi open world. There's like one bit at the beginning where it's like you have a map and there's like it's kind of open worldy. It's the only time that there's like a map.
1: Mm-hmm. Otherwise,
0: it's just go here and go here, and there's little rooms you can go into and collect some resources and stuff. Right, but it's also hard. <laughs> nice. I'm also playing it on hard because I've gotten to that point with not being a little dumb bitch with video games, and right. I can actually play on hard and not just struggle forever and not only die multiple times. And sure, it takes a little bit to kind of get the hang of like how stealth works in a new game. Right. One thing I do not like about this game. Is that the dodge button is not the same dodge button than any other game is. Uh. Most games, the dodge button is either circle or square, mm-hmm. or circle or X, or like the east button and the south button. Mm-hmm. This game, it's the left bumper, which is the same as like sprint. Like it's really weird oh, on where it puts the like buttons and stuff. And so when I'm in combat, I, or like when something jumps out at me and I'm like, I gotta dodge real quick, I. Quickly hit both X and Circle and I don't dodge and then die. And I'm like, that's that's right. It's on the other hand entirely. Uh yeah. And kind of like what you're holding. You can't mm-hmm. hold a weapon and a throwable, like a brick at the same time. You have to be holding a brick to throw it.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: Which, like, yeah, it does make a lot of sense. But when something's running at me and I'm holding a gun. Like, I want to instinctually just, like, toss a grenade or something, but I have Mm -hmm. to switch weapons to the brick and throw it at him and and... (laughs) then... Just like real life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, all the times that I have
1: to throw a brick at somebody (laughs) in real life. Oh, I I threw grenades. Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I'm enjoying it a lot. I feel like I would like to have played the first one first. But I had the story already fresh in my mind. And right. also, I have... <laughs> okay. So, there's The Last of Us. Yep. There's The Last of Us Remastered. Mm-hmm. And then there's The Last of Us Part 1. They're all the same game. Mm-hmm. But they're just in different like like remasterings of it. Great. So, they made the game. Good. I have Last of Us Remastered. And then when they came out with Last of Us Part 2, they remastered it again. And it's like a lot of changes to like... They made mm-hmm. it basically so that the controls and mechanics and stuff mirror the second game a lot more. Okay. Um, then they called that last of us part one. I was like, I feel like I need to get last of us part one, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to spend the money. That's how I I get you. So I just, you know, watched the show and then played the second game. That works. (laughs) Yep. Cause as far as I've been able to tell from TikTok and the world of this thing, the show is the exact same as the game. (laughs) Nice. Like almost shot for shot in a lot of ways. Sweet. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Doing that.
1: Cool. Very good.
0: Also reading Dune Messiah. Or uh no, Children of Dune. Children of Dune. Yep. Sweet. Oh, I've been watching Star Wars Rebels. Oh yeah. I'm halfway through the first season.
1: Farther than me. Yep. And three episodes in.
0: It's all right.
1: Maybe four. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. Apparently it doesn't become like an adult cartoon until season three. So just kind of just watching it when I'm eating. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not really sitting down and watching it much. I'm just when it when it's in the background.
1: Yep. it's about where I'm at.
0: All right. All right. Anything else?
1: That's all I got. Shows me. We shallst. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio and Podbean. Check us out on TikTok at Pod. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle, but not really, so you don't have to do anything with that, but definitely check us out on TikTok, that's the actual thing where we actually do stuff, because we're, we're hip young folk, and we, uh, uh, are up with the, the times of what the kids want these days, I guess. Uh, look forward to next week when maybe we'll actually get all those trailers that came out at CinemaCon, maybe they'll actually be released online and we can watch them. You
0: know, with our luck, it'll be released
1: tomorrow, Yeah, that happens far more often than probabilistic feels like it should yep yep that sounds like uh that sounds entirely likely uh look forward to two weeks from now when i'll probably have finished better call saul season six the entire show and i can give some big high-level thoughts i won't do any spoilers saul lives he survives i'll tell you that much let's see got a gmail justusloserspod at com, where um Something something, Bionicles?
0: Bionicles are Last of Us Part 3.
1: Never thought of that. Yeah. Whoa! Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye? Bye.